Amen. We love Brother Savala. What a blessing he's been. I want him to come once again, take his liberty, just obey the Holy Ghost. Is that the way you feel tonight? Amen. Let's open our hearts to the man of God. Oh, we love you, Jesus. Let's lift our hands to the Lord and thank him for all he's doing. Oh, come on, let's really thank him. Come on. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for all that you are doing, God. With the heart of thanksgiving, God, I will bless thee. Oh, Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. Praise God, praise God. Don't get me started. That's the first time I've ever done a quartet deal in my life. Amen, praise God. Well, Hallelujah! Thank God for uh, Pastor Reagan and and uh, and the and the and the father and son team of uh, uh, what's your name Hilton and Hilton, Amen. Double Hiltons, Amen. The the two H Club, Amen. And uh, and so thank them for tolerating me and and um, I do believe now I don't know about a trophy, but I have teased my wife often. I said you're going to make heaven just because you're married to me. I know that. Now, her, her mansion is probably going to have a padded room, uh, and, and you'll hear lots of noise and shouting. You'll just be bouncing off the walls in her mansion. And uh, folks said, well, who's that? That's Sister Savala. She had to put up with Brother Savala, so uh, she made it. She just a little bit dingy. Amen. Praise God. And hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis, the first chapter. Everybody ought to be able to find that in your Bible. Amen. A big challenge there. Amen. Genesis chapter 1. Thank God for all that he is doing and has and has done and uh, what he's going to continue to do. Praise God. Well, I thank, thank you, Sister uh, Reagan. I appreciate your agreement. Amen. Praise God. And uh, hallelujah. Amen. I'll tell you what, you know, if it wasn't for preacher's wives, sometimes that'd be about all the folks would be behind us. Amen. Praise God. Nobody understands sometimes the pull of a service like a preacher's wife does. And God help them if the preacher's wife don't understand it. Oh, God. I'm so thankful for my wife, God. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't get me started on the wife God gave to me. Hallelujah. All right, Genesis chapter 1. Enough having fun. Let's see what the Lord will do. Genesis chapter 1, verse 10. God called the dry land earth. And the gathering together of the waters called he sees. And God saw that it was good. And God said the earth bring forth grass and herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind. Uh, whose seed is in itself on the earth and it was so. And God saw, verse, uh, verse 12, and God saw that it was good. The end of verse 12, verse 13. In the evening and the morning were the third day. Everyone say the third day. Everyone say, God saw that it was good. All right, verse 17, God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. Everyone say, it was good. All right, so you can find that same phrase in 21. You can find the same phrase in 25. And then come all the way over here uh, to verse, uh, let's see, verse 31. And God saw everything that he made. And behold, it was very good. Everyone say very good. very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Jesus, help us over the next little while today. God, your words, your spirit. God, in all that you have already accomplished in this series of services. God, what you have yet to accomplish. God, I pray, God, a revelation would come upon every one of us here today. Lord Jesus, God, that would change our worship, our praise, our expectations. God, in you, we love you and we praise you and may magnify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said amen. amen. Praise the Lord. You may be seated in Jesus' name. I've been asked several times about all that's happening here in this revival. And, uh, and I've told them, you know, well, there's, there's some... Uh, some folks that have received some miracles. There's been some spiritual miracles. There's been some infillings of the Holy Ghost. Uh, I said, not, not quite what I would like to see. I said, but, uh, but I am excited about what the Lord is doing and what God is accomplishing. Amen. Uh, and so, and so there, there is, even, even amongst us, now pastor hasn't told me, he'll probably tell me after we get down with the revival, some things I've asked him. I don't want to know a whole lot of what's going on. Uh, that way it gives me free reign to preach. 
uh, and nobody can come and say, did the pastor tell you? Because then that's your way of excusing uh, the preaching. Uh, I know how it goes. You do that with the pastor when he's preaching. Oh, the pastor knows that, so that's why he's preaching that. Well, of course he knows it, but you ain't the only person in the world that's ever dealt with it. So don't be so, don't be so self-centered. You think you're the only person in the world that's ever had to have that message. Man, I'm meddling. Didn't even mean to. Anyways, Lord bless everybody. That is not my message. Brother, uh, Brother Nelson was doing his best to sing my message. Amen. Uh, and, and trying to preach it. So uh, you didn't. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> As we used to say, nanny, nanny, boo-boo. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. But you tried. I'm going to give you that. I'll give you dibs right there. Uh, but, uh, but, but that's it. And, uh, and, so, and so now this passage of Scripture, we all probably, everybody here knows, um, the creation of the universe. Uh, I, I marvel at, at this chapter. I, I've, I've read a lot. I've studied it a lot. Uh, it, it just it amazes me every time I read it. Uh, God created. God makes things. God takes that which is nothing. That is void. It's empty. It has no rhyme. It has no purpose. It's, it's in the dark, totally. And God, the Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord begin to move upon the face of the deep. Thank God the Spirit begins to move. Oh, hallelujah. There ain't nothing like the moving of the Spirit that's even been here in this service. Oh, how, what makes a lady, uh, man, that looks, and I, I'm just going, Sister Nelson, I know you won't, you won't be offended, but what makes a, 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 a nice, a pretty lady that comes in kind of dignified uh, in church dress and everything? Uh, I'm not, I, I don't mean dignified as in uppity and snobbish. I'm just talking, thank God for good, godly looking women that, that look godly. Amen. And, but, but what makes something, all of a sudden, a sister begins uh, that nobody in the world would ever do this, uh, but in the church, uh, they begin to run the aisles. What would take somebody to begin to lift their hands uh, and shake it? That's not the normal way that the world does things. But when the Spirit of God uh, begins to move, I feel him in my hands. I feel him in my feet. I, I feel him in my heart. I feel him. What makes that happen with the saint of God? My God's alive. I, I know him. I, I experience him. There ain't nothing. And that same spirit, when it begins to move on the sinner, they're in a dark place. They're in a messed up place. But they begin to feel a moving of the spirit. And then the Bible said that the word speaks. It says, let there be light, and light comes from the word of God. That's why you need a preacher. That's why you got to have a church. You can't get saved. Listen to 52 internet preachers. Or two. I don't know why I said 52. Two works too. Got a lot of just voices. Well, I'm going to go to this church. I'm going to find this church. I thank God for everybody that's visiting here and, and, and make this a home church. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Well, that's a good place for the home folks to say, yay. I didn't have to teach you a minute. <laughs> hey, when somebody compliments the church like that, the church ought to go, yay. This is a good place to be home. Yay. I help you now. <laughs> Amen. And so, I mean, I want to go to some place where I'm going to be, and they want me there. I mean, that's just true. And so, and so, when that spirit begins to move, it begins to bring light. Now, I don't have time to get into all of this, but Genesis chapter one and the first two days, the first two days, the Lord doesn't say anything about those two days being good. He won't find it because you have to have light. You have to have air, and you have to have water to live. That speaks to just initial salvation. He didn't say that was good. That's just necessary. When a child's born, they ain't got much choice in being born. They're conceived, they're birthed. They ain't got much choice in it. But let them be alive a while. And now all of a sudden, the parents start going, that's good. 
Why? Because they're walking. They're talking. They begin to grow. That's good. Oh, I try not to get way ahead. So now, now. So, so birth is, is, I mean, we thank God for birth, but, but a birth that's just born and death that happens, no growth. Now, I know in today's world, everybody just, there's no such thing as handicaps or crippled or anything like that anymore. Everybody just, that's just, oh, you know, we're just going to make amends for all that. Now, God bless everybody. And I'm just telling you, in the Bible days, you didn't have none of that. If you was born crippled, that was a bad deal. You was marked for life. There were certain things you could never do. There were certain places you could never go. Our, our, our American way, which forms a whole lot of our theology, has warped us to what the Scripture talks about and why it was so important to have miracles and why it was so important to have faith and trust in God because there were no other options. There were no government programs that take away people's faith and responsibility, one, to God and two, to their fellow man. Well, anyway. So the first two days, he don't say it's good. But the third day, he said, that's good. That's good. And the fourth day, that's good. All the way to the sixth day, that's good. Now, that might not strike you, all that. that you, may, you, may, you may never have seen this here. So, Brother Goff, now this, this just Joseph, this just me. Just, this just me. If I had the power to create a world, a planet, earth, I wouldn't farm it out in six days. Just me. If I had that power, it'd be done today. And God said, let it, boom, bang, 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 we're all done. Let's move on. See, now, here several, uh, a few years ago, last year, matter of fact, uh, my daughter got a, she got one of them, those uh, uh, cabinet things for a room. You know, yeah, armoire, but you got to make it. You know, it comes in boxes. Comes in parts. And so she said, Daddy, I got it. Can you put it together? Baby, I can put it together for you. I got I know I know how to do all this stuff. I got it. Oh no, I got it. I got three boxes. I didn't know you could put that big a piece of equipment in three boxes. I kept I felt like a magician. I kept pulling stuff out the box. How'd they get this in here? And then they got it labeled, some of it. And I'm sitting in a room that's about this wide from about there to right here. Now, I ain't that big. I mean, I ain't that small. And I got pieces spread out. And, you know, it took me a long time to figure out to follow directions. Because I know how to put stuff together. I mean, I just got to look at the picture, brother. You know what I'm saying? All the men know exactly what I'm saying. It took me years to figure out they put directions in the box for a purpose. And you ain't supposed to have a bunch of parts left over. And you get mad and frustrated because you tried to build it off the picture and the table looked like this instead of like this. And it's got extra parts and you don't know where to put them because we didn't follow the instructions. So I'm building this for my daughter. I, I'm, now I'm seasoned father now. I'm a seasoned husband. So I know I got to read the directions. And, and man, I'm trying to get the pieces all together. And I'm matching them. Some of them ain't labeled. And I'm getting upset. And, and I wanted to hire, if I could have hired a sinner to cuss, I'd have come, come on over here. Right now, this would be a good time. And keep, keep putting it together. You go ahead. But they've been doing it a whole long time. So I just, I, I'm just being honest. I put on Christian music to try and make me happier. And, and I'm just be quiet. Turn that off. And my wife's coming. Honey, everything okay? It's just fine. Hallelujah. Right, why has this got to be so small? How... Now we did that to save money. We're going to put the parts together ourselves. We're not going to hire nobody. We're not going to go buy it already pre-made. No, we're going to save money. And the parts about drove me crazy. But I noticed something. As I started getting one section done, I got a little happier. I'm getting closer to being completed. My anxiety 
and my frustration started getting less. Hey, I'm almost done. I got that piece done. That's pretty good. I got, I got that piece done. Because I had a vision, a picture I was working towards. There's a whole lot of folks that get frustrated in living for God and even starting for God. Because you have a picture way out yonder of what you want it to be. But you got to start with the parts. If it was good enough for God when he was making this earth to do it step by step by step. Watch me now. The Bible said at the end of that third day, he said, it is good. That word good there uh, means complete. Uh, it means to be whole. Uh, it even inc- includes in the definition to rejoice. The Lord Jesus, the great God that was creating, he looked way ahead and he saw an earth with with all of its trees, with all of its life, with humanity in it. But he was satisfied to go one day at a time. Watch, and at the end of the day, when all it is is some shrubs and all it is is just a little bit of vegetation, he said, that's good. I tell you uh, just in my mind uh, that it may have been God uh, just took a little break on the end of that first day said man that's good but you ain't done yet I know uh, but look at what I did do you know what God's trying to help some of us get to you're looking at some big well I can't wait till this happens uh, I can well what about what's happening right now what about that's happened today? Uh, what about the little miracle? Uh, what about the little touch? I said it's good enough for right now, but I ain't perfect yet. It takes some years. Some folks, new converts, uh, and people that struggle, and you come out of rough environments. Let me just, let me. Just, I'm gonna pick up on Brother Jerome here just now. Hey, Brother Jerome. You know why I'm picking on you? Because I was kind of like you, but when my background is. So I understand some things. I don't even, I don't even know. I don't need to go in prophecy. I don't need to have your pastor tell me anything. I can just look at you. I know some of the things you're going through. I've been to some of them places, dark places. And so you come, and you're doing your best to live for God. And the preacher's preaching, and you're looking over at somebody like Brother Nelson. You're looking over there at Brother Hilton. You're looking at Brother Goff. You're looking at your pastor. And man, it can seem like I ain't making no steps. Man, I just, I don't even know why I'm serving God. I don't even know why. I don't even know why I'm here. I'll never be like them. But let me tell you, they weren't always like they were. It's been day by day. Each day would complete. Oh, thank you, God. Look, you kept me one more day. Even if I fell down, you still kept me. Look at what you're creating. Don't you ever forget this message, boy. Don't you ever forget. It's going to save your life. You're going to look back, should God tarry, in another five years. And you look back and say, look what God's done. He ain't finished in the creation, but look how far he's brought me. It's not just for him. I'm talking to some of you. Uh, you've been around church for a while. Uh, some of your children, it don't seem bad. I don't know. If there's any hope, you better start celebrating uh, every crack uh, in the wall. Oh, I know. <laughs> Everything. Every good, notice what the scripture said. I believe it's in Ephesians. Uh, it's, I don't think it is. Maybe, maybe Philippians. He said, he said be, be anxious for nothing. Be careful is the word. But the word careful is translated anxious. And so be careful for nothing. Don't get anxious. Don't, don't get filled with anxiety and depression and all of the stuff that comes to this world. Oh, I, man, there's fear all over in this world. Apostolic folks ought to be the happiest folks. Oh, that don't mean that you ain't got suffering, ain't got problems. Oh, I understand all that. I got them too. I do. I understand it. 
But you know what? I'm not going to let anxiety grip my heart. I'm not going to let anxiety rule me. I'm not going to let the fear of the unknown uh, or the fear of what I haven't achieved yet uh, or the fear of what... Notice what he said. Be careful for nothing. But in everything, with prayers and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. You want to know why some folks never really have happiness in living for God? Because they've learned how to give their requests to God. They've learned how to vent to God. But they're not really thankful to God. You show me somebody that's thankful. Today's a good day. Yeah, but you just lost your job. I know, but I could have lost my life. Today's a good day. Today's a good day. You know, watch this. It usually will testify, oh, uh, God's been so good because he healed me. God's been so good because he gave me money. God's been so good because of this. Let me just tell you something. God's good, period. God's good uh, if I, somebody prays for me and I fall down dead. Uh, God's still good uh, if I never make another dime. Uh, God's to, God is a good God, period. But he wants to be known. He wants to be magnified. If God himself, on each day, he had a plan. Here's where I want to get to. But today's a good day. It's good enough for now. New converts will come in and they see people living for God. And they see folks, and we talk about deliverance. And they're still struggling with some things. And they'll feel condemnation. And I'm going to say this. They rightly should. You ought to feel sin. When you sin, you ought to feel condemned about it. But don't let condemnation throw you out the bus. God, I messed up today. But if you could do that for them on their day, there's another day for me coming. And I'm going to stay right here until you do for me what you've done over there on that day. And I'm going to rejoice. God, I'm going to rejoice with them that rejoice. Brother Hilton, it's good enough for now. But we ain't seen everything we want to. It's good enough for right now. I said it's good enough for right now. Well, let me just address an elephant in the room here just a moment. Brother Sal, God's touching that baby. Now I know we got text about how, how that baby gained almost a pound in two days. And if you're not careful, now we just found out the baby lost all of that. And some folks would go, oh, well we thought. Well we'd just give up. God could do it sometime when he wants to. I'm just going to tell this church here right now. Now there's other miracles God's done. Uh, that young man right there. God healed the, 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 the deals on, the, on his neck there. Sister tell, testified about a, about a spiritual miracle. Now that may not be visible. But let me just tell you. It's visible sister. Since I've been here in seven weeks. I don't need to know what it was. But your whole countenance and everything about you. Oh, you were saved seven weeks ago. But something's changed in the spirit. That's just as much a miracle. I said that's just as much a miracle. As to the lame man getting up out of the chair. It's just as much a miracle. As somebody being filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And this church, you need to get a revelation, everybody in here. I don't care how small it is. Brother, I'm going to rejoice with you. Why? Because that's good enough for now. If that's all God wanted to do right now, that's what we're going to rejoice over. That's what we're going to praise God over. Hey, I got faith. Now, I'm just going to tell you, this is my personal opinion. I can't tell you this to the Lord. But I feel strongly about it. That that what's going on back there? That baby's being healed. God's wanting to see whether or not this church. 
will believe God when it seems like the enemy's coming in and stealing something. Now, I'm just going to tell you, I've been praying about some of this stuff. I ain't got time to tell you a whole bunch of stories. By stories, I don't mean lies. I mean real stories, true stories. <laughs> I ain't making nothing up in the pulpit or anywhere else. I ain't got time to tell you much stuff. But I'm telling you what God moves upon me like he's done in a couple services. I've yet to see it not come to pass. And I have seen some come to pass on what, we, on what was prophesied that Tuesday night. Let me just tell you something. I had higher expectations for what God was going to do. And if the preacher did, I know the saints of God did. And you know what? I said, God, I know I didn't miss it. I'm just telling you, I know I didn't because the same thing that I felt every other time. Well, I see, I'm just going to hit this head on. Because I know for a fact there's some folks, that, well, it didn't happen. So, yeah, it did. Tell that to that sister there. Tell that to that. Was it you that was healed or you that was healed? Tell that to, tell that to brother, brother Self back there. Jumping when he couldn't jump. Tell that to a baby that hadn't gained a pound, uh, almost an ounce in two months, uh, and yet God did it. It just may be uh, that the Holy Ghost is saying, I wonder how much my people uh, will really praise me. Uh, I wonder how much uh, are they just waiting for something. You know what, I'm just gonna tell you, some of you, you live in a place of fear that when God begins to do something, well, I don't want to claim it or anything because I may be wrong. I'm just going to tell you, if I operated that way, there wouldn't be much happening in revival services. There has to be some faith that grabs a hold of your heart and says, God, what does the Bible say about faith? It's the evidence of things I don't see it yet. God, what are you in the world are you doing? Oh, I'm creating a, a heaven. I'm, I'm creating the heavens and the earth. I, I'm doing. Well, what in the world are you getting happy about? Ain't no people there. Oh, I got five more days. What are you getting happy about the whales for? Oh, that's all right. Man, it's got life. It's living. Hey, there wasn't nothing out there a couple days ago. I think that's good. Well, I'll just wait around till I see what else happens. And you're going to miss your miracle. Because you, you can't be thankful. You're not thankful for the little, for the day by day. His mercies are new. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful they're new every morning. Watch this now. The Bible said that daily he loadeth us with benefits. Now, I've heard folks preach that, uh, and I like the way it preaches, but it's usually preached incorrectly. Usually, they say he gives you benefits. That's not what that verse means. Read it. Daily he loadeth us or me with benefits. Read it. He takes me up. Daily, he carries me. I have the benefit every day I live, not of getting something, but of being carried by the Lord God. If I put my hands, if I put my life in his hands, who shall separate me from the love of God? Who's gonna take me out of his hands? I don't care what you've done or where you've been. There's probably folks here. Oh, you started to live for God. You do love God. But preacher, I failed. I messed up. Well, the problem is if you stay messed up. But there ain't anybody in this building perfect. That's not giving an excuse for sin. But every one of us has struggled from time to time with things. That's the benefit of the church. That's the benefit of getting preached too. 
God, let your word strike me and create again something in me today. I'm thankful for what you're doing in me. So this is the day that the Lord had made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I'll celebrate in the presence of the king. But brother Jared, all you got is some trees. You're not yet the man God wants you to be. Oh, I know, but I'm going from glory to glory, from faith to faith. I have not, it hath not yet appeared what we shall be. There's an ultimate picture. There's an ultimate destination. We're on our way. Oh, somebody needs to get some faith. Somebody needs to get an understanding of who you are, of what God's doing in your life, of what God's doing in this church. Watch this. I'm going to be done here. Just I got to come over here to this other verse. Okay. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Oh, put it on the little movie screen or whatever. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 57. Amen. Put on the, the thingies. There's, hallelujah. Don't, y'all don't get excited. Amen. There's no popcorn nut like that. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. Amen. Praise God. No concessions or anybody. Popcorn, hot dogs. Amen. I ain't doing that. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. We're having a good time anyway. First Corinthians chapter 15. Oh, sometime today. Good. Uh, verse 57. But thanks, thanks be to God, which giveth ETH. He didn't give it. He didn't gave it. He's given it. But you don't know where I've been. I don't care. God is still giving victory today. You don't know what I've struggled with. That's okay. He's still giving us victory today. God, God gives me the victory day by day. You don't understand how far away my child is. Start looking for a daily victory. Start looking for a daily victory with your spouse. Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Therefore, why? Because I get victory day by day. It's good enough for today. But I want to be like that. Just hang out. I, 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 there's a, you're a new creation. You're a new creature. But when a baby's born, you don't go, yay, it's a doctor. Oh, a whole lot of parents want him to be. Yay, it's a lawyer. Yay, it's a preacher. Yay, it's a... It's a McDonald's manager. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Somebody's got to manage McDonald's or you and I wouldn't get nothing to eat. Well, praise God. And a whole lot of folks make fun of McDonald's managers. They ain't even got a job. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. Anyway, well, not middle. But no baby's born. And you start calling it something before it gets there. Because it's a process of day by day. Before I ever get to be down over there, I got to learn how to walk. Before I get over there, I got to learn how to run. I got to learn how to dress myself. I got to learn how to potty train. I got to learn how to ride a bike. I got to learn a whole bunch of stuff before I ever get down over yonder over there. We expect that of ourselves sometimes, but we don't even expect that of our children. 
And then you wonder why you live in depression and oppression. And it seems like victory is here one moment and gone the next. It's because you don't know how to thank God day by day. But the Holy Ghost is trying to bring somebody a revelation that if I grab a hold of it, when I first came back to the Lord, it seemed like every service my pastor made this statement. It's, it's recorded in every one of my Bibles, I think. I know this one that I'm preaching out of, it's not. But in just about every one of my Bibles, certainly all the first Bibles I had those first few years, he kept saying this one statement. Keep throwing mud on the wall. After a while, some of it will stick. That ain't that spiritual. At least not to the carnal mind. But Joseph Allah, that became a very great mental image. I didn't see myself as the Sphinx. I didn't see myself as the Eiffel Tower. I didn't see myself as the White House. But I could see myself as a good-sized mud ball. And so I could picture that. I'm going to keep on. What are you doing 25, 26 layers later? I'm still throwing mud. I got me a mountain now. It started out just a couple handfuls. But look what the Lord. I've not yet become what I want to be. But thank God I ain't what I used to be it's good enough it's good enough for now it's time for some to begin living for God not as if you're always in trouble with God not as if well I gotta attain some super spiritual status with God I could fast this many if I could once I get to fasting two, three days a week and praying two hours a day, uh, boy, I'll be in something for God. Well, son, uh, daughter, you gotta get to five and ten minutes of praying a day first uh, and fasting a meal. Little by little. A God that could have just said, let it all be boom. That God was patient enough strung it out six days six days brother self I'd do it all in one day but the scripture said in patience possess ye your souls it doth not appear yet what I shall be oh but when he comes I shall be as he is I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. I was born again. But in God's kingdom, uh, there's babes uh, and there's folks that are maturing. And the babes shouldn't be looking and going, well, uh, I'm just no good. Uh, I'll never get there. Uh, I'll never be like that. Uh, you just need to understand where I am. Uh, and God, uh, today is good enough. Uh, and tomorrow, uh, I'm going to grow a little bit more. Uh, and tomorrow, I'm going to grow a little bit more. Uh, and it's not going to be long uh, before I'm better uh, than I ever was back over here. I'm belaboring the point. Jesus, I've done the best I could with your word. Lord, now there's folks here, Jesus, that need a refilling of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And Lord, there's others, God, that need more. And God, more than anything, there's some that they need this message. And God, not just to shout over, but to internalize in their hearts and minds. God, they'll overcome depression right now, I, let me just tell you, there's some of you, you struggle with anxiety and depression. You'll overcome it right now if you get a hold of this revelation. Tomorrow, when that thing tries to come, let me just say, when you walk out the doors uh, and that spirit tries to come again, uh, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I know uh, what that spirit is. Uh, and God said, uh, I'm good enough for right now. I'm going to stay faithful to him and tomorrow I'm going to grow some more. And the next week I'm going to grow some more. I may trip up, but I ain't going back and I ain't listening to the voice that said you'll never be. You can't. It's good enough. 
Good enough. Everybody that would, standing or sitting, it don't matter to me. Lift your hands to the Lord. Let's worship the Lord together. Come on, right now. Jesus, God, a spirit of divine revelation to rest upon this congregation. God, not just an individual sits, but God, collectively. God, for what you are doing in this church. God, every small miracle, every touch, Jesus. God, every change. God, let it be celebrated from this moment of time. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, we love you. We thank you for what you've done. God, you that hath begun a good work is faithful, oh God, to complete it. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, church. Come on, the Holy Ghost is helping us right now. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Oh, I worship you, Jesus. takes is a made up mind that's it that's it and a grabbing of this little revelation everyone say it that's good enough say it with me that's good enough for now that's it it's good enough for now God's happy with just about everybody in the building you say, well, brother, well, what do you mean not everybody? Well, those that aren't repented. He's not happy about that. But if you'll repent, let me tell you something. There's some folks, they'll come in an altar and repent, and they feel a burden lift, and they go back out, and they go back to the world. And all they want is a, is a momentary lifting of the, of the burden. But you find me somebody that decides I'm going to repent, whether or not. I feel some great spiritual thing happened to me. It's not going to be long. It will not be long, Brother Hilton, until that individual prays through the Holy Ghost and is freed like they truly desire to be. Now, let me just tell you, I speak from experience right there. There was four of us that prayed through in roughly the same two weeks, well, not prayed through, came, came back to church. Three of them did pray through. I didn't. I just made up my mind I was going to keep coming to church every service. They talked in tongues. Two of them, they were connected in the church, and, and they were 
One of them was one of the upstanding family uh, sons in a family in the church. And boy, he prayed through it, took up a shot. They had him, they had him talking to the young people. Boy, he was just giving his testimony and all that. And I'm just, and I'm just plotting. Within six months, those three had washed out. But I just kept throwing mud on the wall. I got a hold of I'm not interested. I, 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 I may never get there, but God, what you've done today. And if you can do that little bit today, even in the midst of my failure that day, if I just stay, what can you do tomorrow? God, I messed up today, but look, you still kept me. God, I didn't mess up today, and you kept me. Oh, thank you. That's good enough for now, son. For the next time, God, I didn't mess up today. Look what you did. Six day. I messed up today, but I'm still here. 26, 27 years down the road. Some of you, there's some of you young men, you look at preachers, uh, you may even look at me, boy, I wish I could be like that. First of all, you gotta go through some of the things uh, that I went through to get there, and I wouldn't wish that on anybody. The second thing uh, is you ain't gonna get there overnight. Uh, you gotta go through the same process uh, your pastor did, uh, these other preachers did, we all do, day uh, after day. You gotta learn how to become thankful uh, with God. Uh, it's just today. Now, Jesus... Lord, we prayed once already. We're praying a second time. God, it is your word that makes entrance. The entrance of thy word, God, brings light. God, light brings a revelation and understanding and illumination. God, I'm asking you. I'm thanking you, Lord, first for what you've done throughout this whole service. God, I thank you, Lord, for what you have done in this portion of the service. And God, for what you are going to do through the remainder, God, of this week. God, as we trust you, as faith builds. God, as expectation builds. God, as you have already restored a great spirit of praise and worship to your church. Oh, God, open the doors, Lord Jesus, of harvest that we've been praying for, believing you for. And yet, God, you're still working upon us as a church, as individuals. We love you. We praise you. We magnify you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Let me just address our visitors for a moment. I'm not going to have a traditional altar call. And, and I look back there and I see, I know that, that you all have a relationship to some, if not a great degree, with the Lord. So I just look, you know, you look back at our guests and visitors, and some of them you can tell they ain't churched at all. You know, they just, what in the world's going on here? And then other folks, you can tell they got some church and they got some love for God. But you don't know how excited we are that you all are here. You don't understand. You all don't understand. You're not just visiting a church. We've been praying that the Lord would send visitors. You too. And Amy back there, you came another service I remember now. You all are answers to our prayers. You're not just stumbling. We're thankful for you, and we hope that the Holy Ghost that you feel and the relationship with God that you, have, you already have, that you would find a place here to build on in even a greater way. I want you to know you're an answer to this church's prayers. Church, that's good enough for now. There'll be more visitors come. There'll be more sin. There'll be sinners coming. Uh, they'll be running to the altar. We've already had some of that. We had one backslider come. Uh, Praises. Well, where's he at? I don't know. That's not my responsibility. But I'm thanking God uh, that for that day uh, we were here. Uh, God did his work. Uh, and God uh, gets the glory for it. Now, see, that's hard for some because, well, we want to see them all stay. Well, so do we. 
But that doesn't happen. But there's going to come some that will stay before this revival's out. And let me just tell you this, since we're telling a lot of stuff, there ain't going to be some big influx with me. If that's what some of you are waiting for, Brother Savala, no, no, it ain't going to be a Brother Savala revival. I'm doing the job God sent me to do. That's to restore faith like some of you have never had before. And that's to see a breakthrough happen, but only a beginning. Because after that, once I'm gone and the series of services are gone, God expects for all of you to respond the same way that you've been responding. The same way that God has rekindled. And as you do that, Brother Hilton, as this church can handle, and I'm just going to tell you, you couldn't handle Hunter's Soul Revival right now. That's not false faith. It's just not there yet. I, I'm just, I'm just telling you. Y'all don't, you don't have the, man, well, that ain't, that's, that's bad faith. No, that's not bad faith. That's reality. But God's going to give you day by day what this church can have. That's what's breaking open here. Day by day, he added to the church daily. But you know what he needs? He needs some folks that have a revelation of daily. That's good enough for now. We're going to press. We're going to get everything from God. We can. But if that's all it is, that's good enough for now. Jesus, third time. Jesus, we thank you. We are so thankful. Thank you, God, for answering this church's prayers, God, with guests that have come. Guests, Lord, that love you, that God have a relationship with you. God, we ask, Lord, that your presence in this message would go with them and minister them in a mighty, mighty way, God, beyond just this night. And God, we ask, Lord, that you would bring them again. And God, that, Lord, you would touch each and every one of us. God, as church folks, God, touch your faithful people, Lord. And God, help us to maintain the revelation, God, of your glory. God, your presence being good enough for now. God, as you add to the church daily such as should be saved. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's love the Lord together, can we? Amen. Let's thank him. Let's thank him.